Maybe we, miss, maybe we underestimated him. Um, so to us, he said his mind was open on climate change. Mm-hmm. To us, he said and, that— and, and the connectivity is the word that he used, I yes. think, of, of human cause. Right. To us, he said that he was uh, rethinking waterboarding and maybe, maybe it was unnecessary. And this is after many, many rallies where he practically promised to and, waterboard and, the world. And suggested you know? that the reason he changed was literally one sentence from— a man he's come to admire a lot, and a man he may make his Secretary of Defense. That's right, General uh, Mattis. General yeah. Mattis, who yeah. said basically you'll get more done with a cigarette and a beer. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Then you will waterboarding. And that or, was, or at least that's what has been reported. Yeah, that's exactly. And the reporting on that is accurate. That's exactly what he said. Um, and that I think was a fascinating moment that a lot of us at the time is focused on, and a lot of other people have focused on because. When Donald Trump said that General Mattis had said, you know, I'm not sure waterboarding works, he said it as if this were a revelation to him. Donald Trump was campaigning for, what, 18 months for president, was presumably, but maybe not, getting policy briefings, you know, studying up on the issues. He presented From General Flynn, among others. Well, he presented it as if he'd never considered the possibility that waterboarding wasn't effective. And there is this, and I wrote this, there's this quality about him. That's a sort of unformed piece of clay, and that maybe is a source of great hope for his presidency, but it's also um, a source of concern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think some people who, who are smart in the ways of statecraft have said that the fact that, that he does not have that may be a, an advantage for him, mm-hmm. maybe, it may to be. use him. The question is, who's got his ear? Right. And even more so, who's the last person who well, whispered in his ear? It, indeed, it is that. But also, it does show that he is capable of listening. Yes. You know? L- listen, you know, we, we see these people say the same thing. These people, I mean, candidates running for president. We see them say the same thing over and over again. Um, sometimes we see them take positions that seem utterly um, nonsensical and unwarranted to us. Most of these people are very, very bright people. Donald Trump is a bright man. Um, and that is a tool that he's going to have at his disposal as he begins to govern. Um, what I think we don't know, really, and what we're still learning, is what are his core principles? Are there core principles? Um, and when he actually gets into office and when he's throwing his weight uh, behind legislation, whether he's signing legislation, what is that really going to look like? When the rubber hits the road, when it's not just words, when it's not just firing up a crowd and trying to get their applause, what is Donald Trump ultimately about. Yeah. Two things, too, from my standpoint, having you know, seen him. Um, it is the notion of, does he mean what he says? And does he say what he means? It's affected by this notion, or it's impacted by this notion. Some of the people closer to him saying that everything is a transaction for him. Mm-hmm. Everything is an opening negotiation. And so I'm intrigued by what are all those people who uh, listened to him and thought he was going to do this, this, and this, and now beginning to realize he's not. (laughs) Is it, in the end, overcome because they didn't take everything he said literally, and they believed that he was an agent of change? That's right. And that was what was important to them. That, I think you put your finger on something huge there, which is uh, everyone's waiting to see. Will the people further to the right, hearing that he no longer wants to prosecute Hillary Clinton, hearing that mm, maybe he believes in climate change or he's willing to inter- – hearing, hearing about waterboarding, hearing all of that stuff, are they going to freak out? Or as you say, were they looking for a change agent? Did they always realize that there was a bit of theatricality to Donald Trump and he was saying things that maybe weren't, uh, weren't, weren't core convictions he was going to follow through on? How much leeway does he have? 
with that part of his constituency. And we won't know that for some time to come because this stuff is still sinking in because he hasn't actually taken actions. Um, if he has a lot of leeway from them, he may be able to and may be quite interested in moving to the center. Um, and those of us who would like to see him govern in that more centrist reasonable way, um, I think we need to be careful and make sure to praise those moves when they happen. Because this is a man who, above all else, it's really clear, wants adulation. Um, and so maybe the way to mold him into the president you want him to be is to clap really loud yes. when he moves in the direction you like. <laughs> yeah, but when you think of history, there are lots of people um, who, who felt that way about yeah. adulation. I, I don't think anybody... Uh, goes through what you have to go through to run for president if you're not a little bit of an adulation addict. But I think with Donald Trump, we're looking at it to an exponential degree. It's, it's adulation addiction on steroids. Be, uh, the, uh, beyond the idea of change, too, the other interesting thing to me is that, you know, he, he said,